Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Well, we're going to put the great resignation trend in the spotlight this uh, Friday a- evening here on Money FM. It's been about a year since Anthony Klotz, a psychologist and professor at Texas A&M University, coined this phrase, the great resignation is coming. Now, while most of us would have known of someone who quit their job during the pandemic, employee turnover is an inevitable part of business operations. And with Singapore moving out of the pandemic and into an endemic phase, we revisit if this phenomenon still holds true. Adrian Chu, the CEO of Career Agility International, is joining us on the phone lines uh, this evening. Adrian, good evening to you. Hi, Tim. Hi, Melissa. Wow, it's Friday already. It yeah. is Friday, <laughs> yes. indeed. Uh, this uh, great resignation uh, phrase, uh, which was coined, do you think that Singapore employees became a part of it? And are, are they still a part of it? Well, there definitely has been a surge in job, job movements uh, since uh, the later part of last year. But I wouldn't quite call it part of the great resignation that you see that's happening in the U.S. Because even though there's been a great, there's been a number of increased landings lately uh, with no signs of retreat, uh, the job market and the churn here is a bit different. You see. In, mm. in, in the U.S., the great resignation is more out of uh, people resigning because of frustration and burnout after two years of lockdown. Mm. And, these, and these folks are, aren't in a rush to find another job. And mm-hmm. then put himself out of the out of the market uh, for a while. But over here in Singapore, uh, it's more of a demand pool situation where the employee churn is a result of good talents who are in hot demand being poached or hunted by recruiters. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's a great situation for, for Singapore to be in right now. But did you? But but I think Tim was also asking whether we saw an uptick of resignations over the last two years, because but from your explanation, it might sound like the demand. For, for, or, or rather the job market actually improved uh, for Singaporeans during this period, which is a bit of a curiosity. Yeah, it has. Uh, so the employee churn has gone up, uh, more resignations, uh, but mostly these people are resigning with better jobs in hand. So uh, employers out there are having a tough time hanging on to their talents. Mm. So it is more of a great mm. rotation, just moving mm. jobs in, in the same yeah. industry or a different industry. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's a it's a healthy trend. Yeah, but I think for the SMEs, um, you know, it seems like they are actually facing a, a, a pretty tough challenge because, according to a study by SAPSE, sixty two percent of them say more staff are resigning compared to a year ago. So I would think that the situation would be tougher for the SMEs in terms of you know uh, attracting people to to join them as well as training uh, and retraining people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, SMEs uh, over here in Singapore, they are having a tougher time retaining talents these days. And uh, they are trying they're trying ways and means to retain them, like uh, giving out salary increases or promotions. Uh, but they are having a tough time uh, competing for talents, especially with the multinational companies. And mm. the tech companies who are who have aggressive budgets, you know, uh, a fresh graduates, uh, they are they are getting as much as six point nine thousand a mm. month. And mm. uh, how do how does an SME fight with that, right? Mm. Mm. I may be old fashioned here, Adrian, but is uh, loyalty to the company uh, out of the window now in the, in, in, in these uh, <laughs> environment that we're facing right now? Who can pay more and who can provide a more whatever flexible working environment that a person requires is the one who gets the talent. 
Yeah, so in fact, people uh, will look for after themselves and employees uh, who justify their lack of loyalty by saying that, you know, hey, uh, during the recession, uh, we were let go as well. Uh, mm. So employers yeah. unloyal to us. Right. So yeah, exactly. Them, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it does work both ways. I think um, the only ones that I think can still be considered um, loyal, or sorry, or iron rice bowls might be the civil service, would you say? Well, they are also facing pressures uh, for <laughs> performance and productivity as well. So mm. I think no one's uh, being spared these days. Mm, okay, there's no such thing la, as... Uh, you know. <laughs> no more, <I> think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Adrian, I may know the answer to this, but let's get your perspective. What else is keeping SMEs up at night and worrying? Uh, you mean besides uh, increasing cost of goods? Uh, increasing cost of employees in, as well, from what you've said? Inflation. Uh, yeah, lots of... Just when we thought uh, COVID drama was over, right? But... Yeah. Uh, but, you know, one of the biggest challenges for SMEs today is actually hiring new talent for growth. And this has been one of their biggest obstacles for them. Mm. Uh, many SMEs, especially those with requirements for tech, tech skills, have right. been particularly challenged because uh, these mm. folks they're looking for are in very high demand mm. and they're very selective over who they work for. So let me put it this way. Even the Facebooks, the Googles, the Amazons of uh, the world today are facing challenges luring these younger ones because these younger ones want to try their hand at fintech and other startups. Mm. Mm. So even if the big boys are having difficulty hiring, imagine what chances the SMEs have uh, mm. in doing that. So, mm. so, so hiring talent, the good talent especially in tech space is difficult for them. Mm. But I, I, I think there are always two sides to a coin, right? I mean, a lot of people would think that, okay, SME versus MNC sure lose one SME, right? But the <laughs> things yeah, I'm sure, really. but yeah, but I'm sure there's some pluses, um, uh, you know, for, for the SMEs of working with SMEs, right? And maybe you can talk a bit about that as well as what SMEs can do, perhaps, you know, to strengthen their appeal to, to job seekers. Yeah, I think uh, what, what SMEs can do is they can probably offer uh, more flexible work. Uh, they maybe can, can they, they could also try to improve on their employer branding mm. and uh, try to get uh, more people attracted to their organization or their vision. But uh, it's, it's maybe perhaps uh, the longer term training or the hands-on exposure to running bigger pieces of the business that an SME can offer rather than... Mm. Uh, an MNC. So they have to focus on what they have and mm. how they can help improve the employee experience. Mm-hmm. That is true. We're speaking to Adrian Chu, the CEO of Career Agility International, about the challenges of uh, companies big and small and trying to attract, retain, and uh, keep, and <laughs> keep, retain, keep talent to keep working uh, for companies. Uh, Adrian, another uh, thing that I faced as an SME as well is the the gap between, you know, somebody resigning and hiring somebody to start with the company. And then we are seeing the so-called boomerang employee trend as well, where somebody who resigns ends up returning to their former workplace. Yeah, uh, in fact, I, I see more companies now uh, being open to that. In the old days, when you mm-hmm. when the employee left, it's like uh, don't come back, uh, yes. you know, ever again. But uh, one interesting phenomenon we're seeing is some of the bigger companies are actually allowing their more senior staff uh, who have left and kind of retired to boomerang back into their workforce to coach the younger ones. Mm. And these people may not even be a full-time five-day-a-week, but just a two-day-a-week kind of engagement to kind of run the business, kind of coach the younger ones. So we're actually seeing uh, a different kind of boomerang now, uh, boomerang employees now. So I think that that's quite interesting. So especially for people who are quite senior and uh, who are either retired or near retirement, it's, it's a viable option for them.
Mm. Now, the results of a study conducted by the Straits Times and global data firm Statistica uh, revealed that Google retained the top spot for Singapore's best employer in 2022. So what do you think are the top three qualities uh, of an attractive employer? Well, from our research, uh, I think the work environment, if it's healthy and if it's a happy work environment, that helps a lot. Uh, salary definitely matters because you know we all have bills to pay, right? And uh, and work-life balance and flexibility with regards to the various types of working options, whether it's uh, work from home slash hybrid model, or uh, you know some companies even don't even give uh, they give unlimited leave days. Oh wow! So, yes. you know, yeah, in so, that order. I mean, you, you mentioned yeah. in that order. Uh, not quite in that order okay. because uh, different people still have different requirements. Uh, right. But but it's interesting because. Uh, the traditional model of work, the nine to five model, is not 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 attractive anymore. So the company that can embrace the change uh, will be able to attract and retain talent. Okay, all right. Excellent. I am thank very you. attracted to that, uh, you know, indefinite leave days. But thank you very much, Adrian. Adrian uh, Chu is Career Agility International CEO, uh, joining us here on Prime Time. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.